Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Alex. And you're listening to One Last Breath, an autopsy of awful albums. Where we discuss controversial, bizarre, divisive, and downright abysmal albums. Uh, In today's episode, we will be talking about the masterpiece, the greatest album ever written. Greatest. We had to bend some rules. (laughs) We had to bend. (laughs) Yeah. We, we normally don't cover good albums, but this is an exception. Uh, but today, we are, of course, talking... I mean, you all fucking know that we're talking about Smart Kids by none other than McGruff the Crime Dog. Otherwise known as M. M. Gritty. M. Gritty. <laughs> M. Gritty McGruff. Uh, he's in the supergroup of K-Fed. He is, yeah. 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 Uh, little known fact, K-Fed actually played McGruff the Crime Dog. <laughs> yeah, little known it fact. Says it, it says it right here in the script. Yeah, that guy that um, sung on, K- on uh, Playing With Fire... It was McGruff. It was McGruff. It was McGruff. Um, was K-Fed... K-Fed had to be, like, seven when McGruff came out. Like, McGruff was in the 80s, right? Yeah, 80. The year 80. <laughs> so... How old is fucking K-Fed? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm saying he's in his 40s. We're already getting on tangents. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, anthropomorphic bloodhound, McGruff the Crime Dog. For those of you, I'm sure there are very few, that don't know about McGruff the Crime Dog... Um, he was created by Jack Keel, who also voiced the character, of the advertising agency Dancer Fitzgerald Sample, <laughs> yeah. to raise crime awareness and personal safety. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of a weird name for an advertising agency. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I'm assuming, like, Dancer and Fitzgerald are last names. They might all be last names. That, that's what I was thinking, that they like might a all be. office. Yeah, but I was like, I don't really think the listeners care about the history of Dancer Fitzgerald sample. So. <laughs> the question is, are they smart kids? Mm, I don't know. I mean, they they Hopefully. they did not say no to making McGruff. Yeah, so they're so probably, probably smart not. Kids. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, McGruff was created in 1979, and he debuted in 1980 with a series of public service announcements educating citizens to do things such as locking your doors and putting lights on timers to reduce crime, <laughs> along with the slogan. Take a bite out of crime. <laughs> that was pretty spot on. He also sounds exactly Take a like bite it. out of crime. He's a little gruffer than what I did. Take a bite out. Take yeah. a bite out of crime. <laughs> he kind of sounds like Mr. Krabs. He sounds like if or Mr. Krabs was trying to be the Batman. Yeah. If Mr. Krabs smoked Newport 100s. <laughs> You're right. Mr. Krabs only smokes in Newport uh, 80s. Newport 80s. <laughs> uh, what are they called? Kings? I have no idea. He smokes pyramids. Uh, Non-menthol. A fun fact, uh, McGruff never in this album specifically said I couldn't smoke. True. So He also I, never said I couldn't do acid or mushrooms or, mushrooms. or molly. Yeah. Heroin. He didn't say anything. He, he, he doesn't about, nothing about heroin. Which, I mean, That I guess, was a little weird. Yeah, but also heroin wasn't... Eh, I mean, the 90s kind of brought it to the mainstream with the grunge. Yeah, but, the 80s was all about crack and cocaine. Yeah, and I guess... I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get we'll to get it. We'll get to it. We have, <laughs> we have a lot of drugs to talk about. We do. Um, the campaigns were successful, at least in the sense that they reached a large amount of the public. And McGruff became a highly recognized character among children and adults alike. Reception to McGruff in the ad campaign was mostly positive as well. McGruff is still being used today, with recent PSAs including awareness of combating sales of fake products online, cyberbullying, and fentanyl. <laughs> All pretty relevant. All pretty relevant. <laughs> like, pretty good things for McGruff to not like. Yeah, I mean... He dabs in the Fenty every now and then, but not too much. He never said I couldn't do dabs. True. True. Yeah, yeah, at least not explicitly. <laughs> at least not explicitly. I I would like to... Um, we're actually... 
we're actually going to get McGruff the crime dog, not the person who plays him. We are going to <laughs> we are going to perform black magic <laughs> to get the spirit of McGruff the crime dog to appear on the podcast. We can ask him, is this drug okay? Oh yeah. That How would... do you feel about Delta Nine? <laughs> Delta Nine. <laughs> what about Kratom? <laughs> it's Kratom fine. What about? This is off topic, but I was at a bar last night and um, I was talking with some friends, and they don't like the way I say kratom. Or I, I say I say kratom. You say kratom. I say kratom. I like kratom. But we came up with a new character uh, named Kratom Ant. Kratom Ant. Kratom Ant. You know, like the superhero Adam Ant. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's just Adam I Ant, mean, except he just really fucking likes drugs. <laughs> I mean, kratom and kratom both sound like a fucking like Marvel supervillain. Like, I could imagine him being, like, um, fucking Galactus or something. It's like Galactus and Kratom. God of War started starring Kratom. Kratom. <laughs> I love doing Kratos. <laughs> My favorite drug. Um, so what are your first thoughts on the album? Other than it fucks. Yeah, I... I kind of... It, it kind of offered what I expected when you... You know, after we've had, what, like, three novelty albums under our belt that we've covered. Um, we did Alien Rap, Alien Raps, Hulk Rolls, uh, Fast Food Rockers, like, yeah. could have been a novelty album. Yeah, but mostly Hulk, Hulk Rolls, I feel like, set... That's the real novelty album. Yeah, I feel like that set me up for this, because this came out a little earlier. I think this came out in, like, 86 or something, I want to say. It was mid-80s, and Hulk Rolls was, like, 92 or some shit like that, I think, but... Yeah, I think that kind of set me up. So I was I was expecting a lot of it, but also it threw me for a lot of loops that I was not expecting. Yeah, um, mostly like how good. I mean, this is kind. Of, I guess this is kind of spoiling what we're talking about later. But this album is really fucking good. It really is. Like it's it's derivative in parts, but that doesn't really bring it down. I mean, at it all. was the eighties. Yeah, everything was derivative. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's performed really well. Every single song, for the most part, is catchy. Like, there's not a single song that is boring on this album, I would say. And it's also really short. It's only 28 minutes or something like that. Yeah, it's a really short album. It's, it doesn't um, overstay its welcome at all, it's which like is nice. like, eight songs long? Something like that. Maybe nine. Like, a lot of the songs are, like, a minute and a half or less. Yeah, like, it doesn't no, I think over... it's 13 fucking songs in 28 minutes. <laughs> it's 13? I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't I'm be gonna surprised. Count. Yeah, it's a good amount of songs, and yeah, it definitely doesn't overstay its welcome. Eleven. It's okay. eleven tracks in twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's it's varied. Like there's some more rock leaning stuff, like I guess soft rock, pop yeah. rock, and then there's like straight up pop. There's some jazz and soul and blues. Like it's a it's a good mix of different stuff. Um, but yeah, I was not expecting it to be as good as it is. That's that's for no, damn sure. Yeah, like I I went into this expecting another Hulk rules. Which I mean, which Hulk rules fucking rules. Oh yeah, Hulk rules fucking but, rules. But but Hulk rules does also overstate his welcome a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the the best thing about Hulk rules was Hulkster in heaven and making fun of his fucking lot. I brought that up at the bar last night. <laughs> Hulkster and, in heaven. Yeah, and all my friends are like, "Yeah, this it's fucking insane." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane. I don't know if McGruff has any controversies. I, I, did, did McGruff lie about a kid with cancer? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, could... he, I mean, he did lie saying that marijuana is a gateway drug, so I guess that's his controversy. So we'll give him that. He called McGruff a liar. Yeah, he's a fucking that's liar. That's liberal. Get, get him on the fucking show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, 
He's like, gonna take a bite out of your ass. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Does McGruff have... have a PSA about eating ass? <laughs> Remember, kids, to wash your ass before it gets ate. <laughs> this is a PSA by McGruff the ass eating dog. <laughs> that would be interesting. But uh, do you have any opening thoughts besides what we said? Um. No, not really. Yeah, I think we I think we covered the opening thoughts pretty well. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot to take in, but also not a lot at all. Like Yeah. Also this is the fastest we've got ever gotten to the track by track. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Other than the unreleased episode that was too short. Yeah, it was like Which not... if this one's too short, it might be a double episode of two two albums stacked together so we could use the fucking audio. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... It, it depends on how long we can talk about McGruff the Crime Dog. Yeah, we're gonna see. Uh, but yeah, um, we start out with winners don't use. And users don't win. Uh, winners don't lose and losers don't win. I think that's what he says. Yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> what he says. But yeah, this is a really short it's little opening track. I think it's like 58 seconds long. Like, it's really short, but... As a lot of people in the YouTube comments point out, this one has, like, really big Randy Newman vibes. The guy who did a Toy oh Story my God, theme yeah. song. It does. Yeah. Um, I, I read it as a Sesame Street-ass song. Yeah. It, yeah, it fits that, too. It has, like, that kind of, like, the 80s, like, over overproduced blues sound, I guess. Yeah, like, it's, um... It's the least catchy song on the no. It's the, it's one of the least catchy songs on the album. There was one song later in the album that I actively dislike. Okay, I I think I might know what that is. But this song is not very catchy. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not awful, but I mean it's like we said it's really short. Even though all the other tracks are pretty short, like this one is short even to be on this album. But I think I think that's the point. It's just kind of a little little sit up for what we have in store. Um, uh, probably the first time they say smart kids say no. I don't fuck. I didn't keep track of that. <laughs> I think that's they like in every, like song. every song. Yeah, and there's also just random kids doing background vocals in every song as well. Yeah, there's some fucking child gang vocals. <laughs> it rips. <laughs> child gang vocals. <laughs> we need to fucking track down one of the children that performed on this album oh and my interview God. them. That's somehow fuck that yeah. went. I'd be so down. Yeah, because the. Oh, I, we, we forgot about another novelty album we've covered mm -hmm. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so far, Chuck E. Cheese is the best novelty album we've covered. Yeah. I mean, it and Hulk Rolls are pretty neck and neck, though. I can't remember which one I rated higher. I don't remember, but, but like, we'll, we'll I see think where this one lands. At least retroactively, I'm saying it now. My stance: Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> is currently it's the, the the best novelty album we've talked about. Okay. Yeah, we could probably find a lot more to talk about, too. Oh, God, I I get so many suggestions. As soon as I mention the comment, or as soon as I mention the podcast, people are like, you should you should talk about this novelty album. We got Steven Seagal. Mm -hmm. uh, we got fucking, uh, I think Mr. T had an album. Yeah. Macho uh, Man had an album. Muhammad Ali had an Muhammad album. Muhammad Ali had an album. There's a lot of, like, sports people that did that. John Cena. John Cena has an yeah, album. Yeah, there's a lot. But yeah, novelty um, albums are fun to cover. If you like novelty albums, let us know. Let us know. Um, but yeah, short little track with winners don't use, and then we go into no, no, no with an exclamation mark. Oh, I missed the exclamation Just mark. Just to drive in the point. Um, I would say this is probably the least interesting song. Oh, but it's funky as hell. Yeah. 
I just don't really remember it. Like I feel like I don't remember it at all. I feel like most of the other songs I can see the title and I'm like, yeah, I remember how that one goes, but I don't really remember this one too much. Um, all I really got is is that, and then it also uh, the chorus kind of seems like a ripoff of another song that I've heard, but I can't entirely. Yeah, I I, I caught that a couple times in the album. Really? Yeah, there, there's some later on that I know exactly what it's ripping off. Oh, I really hope there's <laughs> one that I was like, I don't know what this fucking is that's a ripoff, and I hmm. hope you caught it. Hopefully. Um, yeah, this one's, I found myself dancing to this song. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, I don't remember the fucking words, but that fucking, the eighth, this is an 80s dance track. Is this one where it's like, just say, yeah, yeah just, just say, say no. no. Wait. Yes. Say no. No, I, no, that one is just say no. Oh my god, no, this is a different <laughs> song. I think this one is where it's like just say no, 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 no. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go. Is it the, and it's like ha ha ha? You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. kids like yeah. I think that's this one. Okay, yeah, it's still a good song. I mean, it's still yeah, fun to dance it's, to. it's not awful, but it's probably I would it's say better it. than winners don't use. Yeah, it is. It is. But then we get to the real fucking meat of we this album. We get to album. the meat and the potatoes mm. and the marijuana. And the marijuana with uh, actually titled Marijuana. This is a killer fucking dance song. Yeah, this one, it's a fucking banger. It's so fucking good. <laughs> like, it, um, it's kind of, it makes me feel like I'm watching one of those 80s exercise videos where, like, everybody's wearing, like, purple, green, and yellow spandex and fucking... Doing the weirdest yoga you've ever seen, like <laughs> just I'm just imagining McGruff the Crime Dog and Richard Simmons having yeah. like a boxing match to this song. Yeah, but it's also weird because it's really danceable and catchy. But it's also is it in a minor key? Like it's a yeah, pretty. I think it's in a minor key. Yeah, it's a pretty like serious kind of sounding song, which yeah. is weird. Like I don't know this. It was kind of weird because um, this might be really the only minor key song on the album. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it kind of goes for that, like, soft rock, pop rock kind of feel. But, um, yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's a fucking banger. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it has a killer solo for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, there's a really good guitar solo towards the end. I don't it. understand why. Yeah, I tried to find who performed on this album. I mean, the guy that voices, that created and voices McGruff sings as McGruff on this yeah. album. But I couldn't find anything else of who wrote these songs, who performed them. Like, I don't know if that fucking dude wrote the songs. Like, I don't know if they hired, like, session musicians. I'm assuming that would probably... Yeah, they probably hired session musicians. Yeah. Like, I I just imagine that all of the musicians writing and recording these songs (laughs) were thwacked out on coke. (laughs) Probably. Every single one. There's no reason... We'll get to it. There's no reason the cocaine song should be so fucking good if they weren't, like, (laughs) actually kids. This one's fine. Yeah, yeah, this will make you write this shit, kids. Um, but yeah, marijuana is a fucking banger. But I mean, in all serious, don't do marijuana, kids. Don't do marijuana, it's a gateway I've, drug. Yeah, yeah. This I dedicate this episode to both of my parents and all of my siblings and my 50 friends who have died of marijuana overdose. All of them. All uh, of my them. friend injected a marijuana once. Fucking died? No, he became the leader of communist Russia. That's even Damn. worse. Oh no! Yeah, You're right. My friend is linen. Don't don't do marijuana, kids. You'll turn <laughs> in. You'll either be dead or be linen. Sometimes John Lennon. So you'll be both. So either way, <laughs> either way, it's not a good oh, way yeah, to well, go. Both, I think both linens are dead now. Surely. Yeah, surely. There's no fucking way. Li- yeah, linen's dead. Yeah, both linens are dead. Owen and Ian are both dead. 
But yeah, one one listen of the podcast equals one dollar we will donate to marijuana addiction treatment. So please, please listen. Um, sponsors note: uh, you will actually be donating the dollar directly to my cash app. <laughs> uh, I will put it in the notes that I will then buy a zip with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we will buy a zip from a reputable man in a button-up at our local head shop. Our local head shop. <laughs> Delta 9. I don't do real drugs. Delta 9. Um, um, but yeah, then we go to inhalants. Oh my fucking... Like, Which... <laughs> I have never wanted to do inhalants. <laughs> yeah, Not never. once in my life. I I have listened to the better song about inhalants. The better song about inhalants? What other song? Um, fucking Lacquerhead? Uh, that... Song? Yeah. Oh, okay. The better song about inhalants. Okay, I'm, I mean, I don't think it, I've is ever... Is it Lacquerhead? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that's a song about, like, huffing gasoline. Okay, makes sense. I mean, I don't think I've ever listened to a Primus song and paid attention to the lyrics, to be honest. I'm just like, I mean, bass go burr. Bass go burr. Bass go burr. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, they all have crazy bass for us, but Lacquerhead's the one that starts out with, like, the really L- fucking... Lacquerhead is considered one of the hardest songs to play on bass. Yeah, I, I know that song, I, yeah. I know a guy whose entire, like, his favorite thing to tell people about himself was, I can play Lacquerhead at full speed. His entire existence is And it was, it is still the coolest thing I've ever heard anyone say. Yeah. Well, I never had him prove it to me. Damn. I didn't care that much. I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. I'll give him the. If you're listening, Adam, I know you're not. I know you're not, but Adam. If you're listening, please come to my house and play Blackerhead. I just want to. I just want to know that you weren't lying to me all those years ago. Yeah, I want to know too. Uh, but yeah, this one is another fucking bop. Um, we get a groovy bass line, some really good like synth hits on top of yeah, it. it, gets you really moving. Stings. Yeah, yeah, stings. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, the first time I listened to the album. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's only on YouTube. I mean, you can imagine that this is not on Spotify. I um, wish it was. I wish it fucking was, but the playlist that I originally, and I think you originally listened to, didn't have the track listing in the right order for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, the only way you could listen to it in the right order was there was a full album stream, but it didn't have the track names in the description or anything. Exactly, yeah, so I was not trying to do that. And so, the, the picture was the cassette tape, Yeah, but it only showed one half, Yeah, so you could only see half the song names, and I was like, I'm not... Yeah, I need to know these song names. But the first time, I kind of glanced through the track listing names, but didn't really pay attention. And like I said, it was kind of uh, shuffled, and this comes on, and I'm like, oh, this song's fucking slapping. Like, I'm like in this intro... I didn't know it was going to be about inhalants or anything, and I was like, uh, how does this song start out? Don't do inhalants. No, 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 he's like, um, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, he's like, learned a lesson so true, and I'm like, okay, okay, and he's like, never do inhalants. <laughs> like, Holy shit. <laughs> it, just, it just made me laugh. I was not expecting it. Like, like you said, fucking, like, marijuana, like, obviously they're going to say don't do that kids and then cracking cocaine cracking cocaine that was the 80s but i was like fucking um, alcohol yeah Yeah, of course like these are these are all drugs that most people will they're not cracking cocaine in the (laughs) 80s yeah but like most (laughs) most people will have the chance to do these drugs yeah easily accessible which i mean inhalants are too but i probably the most accessible i have never once in my life looked at fucking spray duster yeah been been like, like, i can huff that like, god damn this shit looks like it'll smack like <laughs> i like it, it's pretty obvious that it's just gonna kill your fucking brain cells yeah do i fucking have you ever seen that uh youtube channel called tales from the trip 
No. It's just a guy who reads, like, Reddit stories and, like, user submissions and shit about drug experiences gone bad. And he did one about this guy whose cousin got him to huff fucking gasoline. Dude, it was the fucking, like, most fucked up story I've ever heard. You'll like, have to send me the link. I yeah, I'll need to find it. But, yeah, basically, long story short, like, he was passed out on and off for, like, three days. Because, like, his parents went out of town or something, and his cousin was, like, taking care of him, quote-unquote. I think he was, like, in high school, and his cousin was, like, 20 or 19 or 20 or yeah, something so like that. Should not be in charge of, like, high school. Right? Yeah, exactly. And fucking, he was just, like, passing out on and off for, like, three days straight, and then his cousin, like, kept doing it, and just now he's, like, literally a vegetable. Like, he can't fucking talk or do anything, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, so I never do inhalants, this, kid. <laughs> this is a serious PSA right now. Do not fucking do inhalants. Yeah, fuck Every that time shit. you want to do inhalants, listen to this song. Listen to this song. McGruff will guide you to the promised land. Because I, I assure you, I've never done inhalants, but I fucking bet that inhalants by McGruff is a more pleasurable experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It'll fucking um, get you the, dancing. Honestly, the only real drug that this album is missing is a song about the hat man. <clears throat> Oh, the Benadryl guy? Don't do Benadryl. Don't do Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Um, oh, speaking of, I was going to ask you if I didn't know what time this would come in. If this was made in 2023, we got four songs that are specifically about a drug. What would those four be now in 2023? Uh, fentanyl. Yes. <laughs> uh, fentanyl for sure. Lean. I, Lean is, codeine is coming back. I was thinking that. I was like, I don't really know if we're past the codeine phase. Codeine's coming back. Uh, Xanax. Yeah, Xanax, definitely. That, Xanax and fentanyl were the two where I was like, oh, vape, vaping. Vaping, don't vape. <laughs> yeah, don't vape. <laughs> McGruff would definitely have a song about the dangers of vaping. <laughs> it's a cloud so big. <laughs> He's like, Never don't, do the vapor. Don't buy. No, I'd be like, don't buy carts from China. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, uh, he, oh man! Actually, honestly, the weed song, the marijuana song, would probably be in there unfucking changed. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I wonder if that dude's still alive. We need him to do a McGruff smart, smart kids to squeak. I'll with. help him write it. I'll fucking help him too. If anybody in our listener base of seven people, <laughs> seven people, I don't know how many people actually listen to this. Like how many individual different people listen to this? Uh, probably seven. But if, if any of you have any way or any idea how I can get in contact with anybody who owns the rights to McGruff, mm. I will for free <laughs> write a new McGruff album. Yeah, and they just got to perform it. I'll fucking perform it. Yeah. We just, I will write and record a new McGruff album. We just album. gotta get fucking McGruff himself. I just need the voice of McGruff to do the vocals. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's our new goal for 2023. And the marijuana song is going to be unchanged. Yeah, it'll just... I'm not gonna re-record it. I am just going to send them the MP3 of this song. <laughs> Might Maybe remaster it. Nope. No. <laughs> no, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Some things don't change. Yeah. Smart kids say no. Some things can never change. Uh, but yeah, um... Inhalants. Fucking, it's one of the it's one of the best songs on the album. Fucking bop, bop and a half. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm glad he told me that just because something is safely used one way doesn't mean it's okay to put in your body. I've that, questioned that a lot. It has really stopped me from boofing soy sauce. Yeah, that explains why that raid raid bug spray I sprayed up my left nostril the other day left me in a week long coma. <laughs> hey, never do inhalants. I, yeah, I should have heard this sooner. <laughs> it's a lesson so true. <laughs> it is never do inhalants. Then <laughs> we go to cocaine and crack, which which I just now realized in the chorus he says 
crack and cocaine. Why is the song called Cocaine and Crack? I don't know, <laughs> but this is the best song ever written. <laughs> this is your favorite on the album? This is this is the best song in the album. It's top three, I think. This I, song is a masterpiece, it's so fun. Alex. This whole album is a masterpiece. Like, I'm not even fucking... This is a We're not even ironic. Like, this album is good. No, yeah, this album is so... Like, ever like, since I listened to it, this shit has been stuck in my head all week. Like, I had to... Like, so as, as you all know, me and my roommate ride to work together. So mm-hmm. he has to listen to a lot of these albums with me. Mm-hmm. The Like, two days ago, I hadn't listened to the album in three or four days. I listened to it recently to, like, re-familiarize myself. But I listened yeah. to it in three or four days. And we get in the car, and he's just like... Doing crack and cocaine yeah. <laughs> to get high. It's fucking catchy as shit, like, for no reason. And, like, if you were on TikTok two years ago, you've heard the first line of this song. Yeah, I saw it when I was looking up shit. I mean, barely looking up shit. I was like, who performed on this album? And I could find nothing. Um, it kept pulling up TikToks about it, and I, I never saw that you trend. You had never seen that? I no. saw that trend, and I've since then been like, "Where? what the fuck is this from? And now I know. Yeah, what, what was the trend? Like, I just saw TikTok videos that were tagging it, and, like, I can see that it's I don't remember what the trend was. Yeah, like we're. I think it was just people dancing to the fucking doing crack and cocaine to get high. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I think like, it's funny out of context. It's really funny out of context. I don't think though that anybody brought it to its full potential, which is a Doctor Roxo cosplay. Doctor Roxo or Doctor Rocco, or the fucking clown from Metalocalypse. Oh, oh, the yeah, the I do cocaine. Clown. I do cocaine. Yeah, uh, I don't know his fucking name. I think it's Doctor Roxo. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I don't fucking know his name. He's a doctor. Race would know. Call Race right now. <laughs> I call him right now. <laughs> he hey, Race, know. you're on the podcast. What's the fucking clown from Metalocalypse called? Uh, Doctor Roxo. Confirmed. That, that was Race. That, Thanks, that Race. Was him. Thanks, bro. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, cocaine and crack. Um, it's really weird because I feel like. As the severity of the drugs mentioned are going up by track list, the fucking songs keep getting happier. Have you noticed that? This song is so happy. Like, Marijuana was pretty pretty down, like, low-key, and then Inhalants was, you know, a step up. But fucking Cocaine and Crack is just, like, so cheerful-sounding. Like You heard it from McGruff. Marijuana is worse than Crack and Cocaine. <laughs> it fucking is. It, it fucking is. McGruff, McGruff told me, so it has to be right. McGruff the Dimebag. McGruff the Dimebag. Dimebag. Oh, and Dimebag Dar- was. Di- do you think Dimebag Daryl did the solo on this album? Yeah, probably. Because he was in that uh, Anduct album, right? He was in a couple, yeah. So he probably he was. was. Probably on here. Yeah. It was either him or probably like Randy Rhodes or somebody else. <laughs> this is a dude from Poison. <laughs> but um, this is a dude from fucking um, fuck Steel Steel Leopard. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Yeah. Was fucking Steel. Some guy. Steel Leopard. Steel Leopard. Steel uh, random feline. Steel, um, pan- or wait, <laughs> that is what they're called. It's literally the band name. Steel like. Bobcat. Steel Bobcat. <laughs> oh, you mean the people fixing up my roads? <laughs> Bobcat. Um, but, yeah, Cocaine and Crack goes pretty fucking hard. Uh, it has, like, a really good, I think, marimba is in there. I think so, but, like, it's it has the catchiest, like, lead melody. It's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. Like something, something that crack and cocaine. Da 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 da. da. Just a snort or a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling us how to do it too. And just, uh, sorry, just a smoker a sniff. And also, we're gonna do a first on the podcast because did you catch the shameless plug of the uh, 
crack and cocaine addiction hotline? No. Yes. We are going to call that number right here live on the podcast. I don't think it's still. I don't think it's still up. We're gonna fucking call it and see what happens. <laughs> We're gonna call the crack and cocaine hotline. One eight hundred. Co. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. The audio is gonna suck. It is. I'm prepared to hang up if somebody answers because I'm shy. This call may be recorded for quality assurance. We have a special promotion today for select callers. If you are over Free crack? 50, please press 1 now. <laughs> press 2. I'm not over 50. Thank you for calling the medical... <laughs> I'm hanging up. <laughs> I don't want to go any further. It was obviously something for medical supplies or something. So, Okay. If you call 1-800-COCAINE, you're going to be asked if you're 50 or older. Understood. Um, <laughs> Damn, I was really hoping for McGruff to say, you, do you have a cocaine addiction, kids? <laughs> well, you find out something new every day. Um, yeah, was was it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck she says there. It's backwards. <laughs> it is backwards. I can't do it backwards. But, um, yeah, so... Moving on to alcohol. This is a BG song. I, I got Steely Nan. They're the same band. It's, no, they are not. <laughs> I think you mean Steel Panther. Oh, oh yeah, St- Steely Panther. Steel Dan. Steel, Steel Dan. Steel Dan. Um, but yeah, I think it sounds exactly like a fucking Steely Dan song. Like we get the jazzy guitar, jazzy drum beat. The fucking background vocals, harmonies are like actually the false, some. The falsetto screams BGs to me though. Yeah, but Steely Dan does that shit too, and also it's really weird not hearing kids be the backing vocals on this. It really is. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even realize that till right now that there are no children on this song. Yeah, this is the only song. It's like they use children, and then they're just like, oh, let's get some actual. They, I think what happened was they uh, so kids can only work until like eight p.m. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like, we got a fucking. And they're like, alcohol. we need one more fucking song for the album. It's like, mm, alcohol. And they were all drunk as fuck. Yeah, let's get drunk as fuck and sing about the the bad things about alcohol. But yeah, this one's pretty good. Uh, like we said, it goes for more of like a little little jazzy, funky, like, uh, what's that song? Uh, or that song, that genre, like, Blue-Eyed Soul type yeah, feel. Yeah, it is kind of a Blue-Eyed Soul song about alcohol. Yeah, it's really about, weird. About alcohol. Yeah, I'd say probably the weakest of the four it's one of the weaker songs on the album it's definitely the weakest of the four drug songs yeah like specific drug songs i mean it's still a decent song though but no no cocaine and crack no it's it's it is no cocaine and crack <laughs> yeah well i don't know why they didn't start with this too since they escalated pretty quickly just like marijuana inhalants cocaine and crack alcohol <laughs> alcohol kills more people yeah, i mean yeah that is a valid point that is a valid point Alcohol kills a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for a second on the podcast, I will be dying 1-800-ALCOHOL and <laughs> buying a fifth of Jack Daniels. It's not even enough numbers. It has to be like 1-800-C-Rooms uh, or something. 1-800-Jack <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> Jack Daniels. That's too many numbers. Yeah, that's too many. Uh, then we go to... Oh, um, the one thing I forgot about alcohol is... Uh, so, this is the only lyric I have for the, for the album. Okay. It is the greatest lyric on the album. Hmm. It really changed the way I think about my life and how I uh, approach drugs. Mm. Uh, being straight is okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, McGruff. Thanks, McGruff. Yeah. I was a little worried. Glad that, that I could fuck chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> McGruff, the best wingman. The best wingman. Just like being straight is okay. Want to fuck my buddy over there? Listen, in this in this woke future. Oh no. <laughs> I, I really thought that being straight was a crime now. <laughs> People on Facebook really be like that. <laughs> Kid Rock be like. Oh no. <laughs> McGruff is drinking Bud Light, okay, bro? <laughs> no. But, uh, but yeah, so we got to just say no now, which also has an exclamation point. So really got to drive I, in. I missed all of the exclamation points. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 and just say no. <laughs> just say no. This is a reading rainbow ass song. Yeah, it does kind of have that vibe. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one's one of the weakest songs as well, because, I mean, it really just, the whole shtick of the song is the Just Say No slogan over and over. Like, there's not yeah. really many real... I think it's the same verse twice. I think it is, yeah. Uh, it's a really, like, it's nothing special. The chorus is pretty catchy. It's catchy, but yeah, it's literally just, Just Say No just say no like five times i also want to know like and i didn't even realize the timeline on this but this has the exact fucking sound library that the genesis has yeah okay yeah no i got that for a later song um but this one specifically is that really farty genesis <laughs> sound library yeah yeah that the song i mean i say a lot of the song or a lot of the album but the last song i'm glad on me which we'll get to had that for me like that had that has some real genesis. Like I can imagine that being a fucking uh like a fucking battle toads on the genesis. Yeah, something like that. This is but more genesis? like a racing genesis game. Yeah, I could see that. But and, and Genesis didn't come out until the nineties, didn't it? Correct. Yeah. I mean, genesis was ninety one, ninety two. Which I'm gonna Sega say it, got inspiration. I'm gonna say it right now. This is not a video game podcast, this is my only chance to say it. <laughs> the Genesis sound chip was not bad. People just didn't fucking know how to use it. What do you the mean? The Sonic soundtrack is incredible. People shit on the Genesis? Uh, the Genesis, but a lot of Genesis games have really bad music because the sound library mm. is really farty if you don't use it right. Mm. I feel like Genesis music always slaps. The super, they compare, well, they're comparing it to the Super Nintendo sound, I, sound chip. I mean, yeah, that's which true. Which is, the Super Nintendo has some of the best music they, ever made for video games. Yeah, that's true. But Genesis has its own charm. I mean, it really just, like, has that, like, edgy kid feel. Like, it's... Like, I just want to put on my sunglasses and play some fucking it, Sonic. Listen, I mean, the fucking, that Contra Hardcore Contra game, Hardcore game that we were playing. fucks. Yeah, and that's, the soundtrack on that shit is fucking yeah. slap. All I'm saying is Genesis does. What Sega don't? Or, well, they didn't know what Sega don't. They don't, do, they don't do what their own company don't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I never knew that people shit on the... Yeah, people people shit heavily. I'm, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm a lot bigger into the retro gaming scene than you are, but people shit heavily yeah, on the Genesis soundtrack. At least, like, probably the online communities you are, definitely. Yeah, so I I've never a, seen anybody do that. I listen to a lot of video game podcasts. Yeah. They huh. do not like the Genesis. Interesting. That's weird. I've, I've always thought that the music on the Genesis is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I think a lot of it stems from the console wars and how ingrained in society that, like, we're too young yeah. to, like, our console wars was, what, 360 versus PS3? Yeah, exactly. Which is just, like, I bought the 360 because it wasn't 599 US fucking dollars. <laughs> 599 US yen? <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, and I, I had the PS3 because I didn't have to pay for online. <laughs> yeah. That was back when PSN was free. <laughs> which, like, in the long run was the better option, but I'm not paying 600 fucking dollars for PS3, which you yeah. got after the price. I was about to say, yeah, about that. it was, like, 299 349 Probably, something like that. Probably. I got that shit in, like, 2009 or something like that, 2010. Yeah, like, I got my 360 early enough that all of my friends had 360s because they were cheap. Yeah, exactly. They were, like, 199 Yeah. So what, I had to pay $50 a year to play Call of Duty online. Yeah. Just say no to Sega. Just say no. McGruff said just say no to Sega. Uh, but yeah, Just Say No was uh, one of the more one of the more forgettable songs. Uh, then we get to probably the most forgettable song on the album. Yeah. I like this one. I, just, I like it. We got some more Steely Dan vibes with it, which on um, this song... Smart Kids, by the way, is the name of this song. Yeah, Smart Kids. Um, this song, like, blatantly rips off the entire vocal melody from uh, the song Gaucho by Steely Dan. Okay. Like, literally everything, like, the vocal inflections, even, like, the instrumentation in the background, and then, like, the saxophone on this song isn't, because there's saxophone on the song Gaucho, it's not a direct ripoff of, like, the saxophone part, but it's just, like, barely different. Like, like just a little different. It's I can definitely tell that they heard that and they were like, "Oh shit, let's let's just rip off that for the song." And this it kind of works. Steely Dan, like that would have been contemporary, wouldn't it? When was Steely yeah. Dan? Steely Dan was like an '80s band, '70s and '80s. Yeah. Their their first album came out in like '71, I think. But Gaucho, the song that I'm talking about, the album came out, I think, in '80 80 or '81. So yeah, yeah. so it would have been like pretty contemporary. Yeah, it would have been a really obvious ripoff. Yeah, exactly. Not the kids though. Kids don't listen to Steely Dan. Yeah. You're legally not allowed to listen to Steely Dan until you're 17. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, um, it's, it is not only, a, it is a war crime. <laughs> listen, this this is uh, man-to-man right here. Any men listening, you will go through a Steely Dan phase I at have, some point in your I life. I have not yet. You have not yet? And I'm kind of dreading it. I did, like, around this time last year, I think. Or no, 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 it's been like two years. I don't know, sometime pretty recently... I just w- kept seeing people say that on TikTok. They were like, every guy will go through a Steely Dan phase in their 20s. It's inevitable. And I was like, oh, bullshit. Let's try it out. And I was like, this shit goes fucking hard. What God, now I gotta listen to Steely. You're about to, you're putting me into my Steely Dan era. They're so fucking good for no reason. Uh, also, men out there, you will go through a city pop phase. Oh, so, yeah. I haven't you hit that yet. You will fucking go through a city pop well, phase. Well, let's, let's trade off. I'll get into my city pop phase. You can go into your Steely Dan phase. The, the real question is, which one's better? I don't know. City Pop songs. From what I've heard, or like songs I've heard are pretty good. I've just never really... If you haven't listened to City Pop and you like 90s anime, you fucking love City Pop. <laughs> you love it. Uh, the yeah. Smart Kids, it's just a... It's, it's kind of a shitty ballad. Yeah, it's it's not the best, but... Like I said, derivative, but I think it works. Um, and it's nice to hear some saxophone getting get a little jazzy with it 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 is nice i do love the saxophone but also like i guess this is a common theme i guess we'll see if we cover more uh 80s and 90s novelty albums but like novelty album producers do not know how to fucking mix a saxophone like for shit no i mean like the recording quality and mixing and stuff wasn't the best on this or in hulk rules but specifically the saxophone is just so like fucking what's the word like ear piercing like yeah like it it just sounds like it's about to peak too hard every time it comes in yeah which i think that that could have also been a stylistic choice because the 80s were kind of like 
Like the wall of sound. I'm just gonna assault you with saxophones. Like, cause like in the in the sixties and the seventies, we really got the wall of sound from like the Beatles, with a guy that did the Beatles music. Yeah. Um, um, I, what's his name? He's a allegedly a piece of shit. Oh, uh, Spectre, Phil Spectre. Yeah, Phil Spectre. Is that the wall of sound? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking he's, of the. He's allegedly. I was thinking of George Martin, yeah. the guy that produced. He seems like a cool yeah. dude. The guy allegedly, that Phil Spector is a piece of shit. Oh, he is. He fucking. Oh, like... we can't say that for sure. We can't say it for sure. I'm not getting sued for libel. Oh. Uh, yeah, allegedly, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, look into it. And make up your own. With decision. the Ronettes and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like he did the Wall of Sound, Man, and then he fucking dead. Yeah, but his, his family. <laughs> yeah, I guess and they listen true. to the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, I they're get calls listeners. from the Spectres all the time. The Spectres. <laughs> He's a phantom. You know, Spectre Gadget, that dude. <laughs> Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. All the Spectres. Did, was there a Danny Phantom album? <laughs> I don't know. That would, that's a that's a good idea. There's a bunch of like cartoons we grew up on that had uh, soundtrack albums and shit. Well, I already know one album I want to pitch. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil an album that I'm gonna fucking start pitching every time we come with new albums and it is uh saturday morning or sunday morning cartoons or something yeah i know what you're talking about it is a bunch of 90s bands covering like kid show theme songs it's yeah. so fucking sick i had it growing up you've also listened to it a ton yeah i have listened to it yeah that would be a good uh good for the podcast that is a novelty album and it's the best novelty album <laughs> other than mcgruff other yeah other than that then we got uh, Make Your Body Last. This has the sickest sax solo of yeah. the album. Yeah, this one does have a really good one sax One of the solo. sickest sax solos, period. Yeah, I mean, they really just didn't... I think there was one song before uh, Smart Kids, which was the previous track we just covered that had sax, but like they really go for it in these last few yeah, songs. They're like, well, we hired a sax player for the whole fucking day. Yeah, might as well use them. But... Uh, yeah, this one kind of has the same vibe as Smart Kids, less less ballad y. Yeah, it's more like funky synth song. Yeah, yeah, some good synth in there, and there's also like this weird chopped up vocal line of. Oh my god! Yeah, the um, the stuttering effect. Yeah, it's like a kid saying, "I think he's saying right," because he's. Yeah. I don't remember the fucking lyrics, but the kids, the kids like. Uh, gang vocal background kids yeah they, they literally do gang vocals in this song. yeah they say the word right and then like after they say that the first time like it'll just come up and be like right 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 <laughs> and there's like the stuttering effect on the chorus um look what do they say i don't even fucking know but yeah there's like a stuttering effect it's like um it's really good oh i know what, you're, the, what mcgruff does well, the kids do it oh the kids do it yeah the kids do the stuttering effect in the court like they're like because they have their light and they like stutter into it the second time through each chorus. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, really I don't know. Cool. There's a lot of weird vocal fucking effects and shit on this song for no reason. Yeah, this is a song. I might revisit this out of like outside of the album. This is a good song. Really? Out of all I the songs? I really like this song. This and, huh. this and Crack and Cocaine. Hmm, okay. I really like this there's song. A lot of, there's a lot of songs I want to fucking revisit. <laughs> I want to do Crack honest. and Cocaine and listen to this album. I do. If this podcast gets. 10 billion streams in eight hours after it's posted me and austin will live stream doing every drug it says not to do on this album except for hamlet's i'm not doing it and listening to this album i'm not until, do, i'm not doing hamlet's listening into to the album until we get sober <laughs> i'm not doing fucking inhalants we're doing every inhalant not doing <laughs> you can't make me we're gonna stand behind a semi truck and just huff in the gas for 10 minutes <laughs> that's diesel <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to i'll decide on my own this is literally a vacation Bible school song. 
Yeah, I could see that. I got kind of uh, 80s news and talk show theme songs. So they're Casey Bible School. Because <laughs> you know how when those, uh, they'll always be like, and we're going to break, or like a game show or something. Yeah. They'll be like, we're going to break, and it'll play like the funkiest fucking sax line you've ever heard for no yeah. reason. Like, this is what the sax in the song gave off to me, and it, it went hard as fuck for... For no reason. For no fucking reason. But, like, it, it because it sounds like a VBS song, it gave me, like, a weird nostalgia, even though I've never listened to this album before. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, we grew up with a lot of fucking VBS music. Yeah. Yeah, there was good old Daryl the Barrel. Good old Daryl the Barrel. I remember that year. I remember the fucking uh, one with the penguin as the mascot. Yeah, we did a lot of VBS. The fucking uh, one where there was, like, a camel in the desert and shit. I don't know what the fuck the theme was of that. I want whatever drugs people who write VBS <laughs> on the body of Christ. <laughs> the body of Christ has never got me that fucking flacked out. You are doing it right. I must not have been. But um, also, this song makes peer pressure seem like a much bigger thing. Yeah. When was the last time you said like your buddy was like, "Hey man, do you want to smoke this weed?" You were like, "No, nah, man, I'm not feeling it." And, and he's like, like "You." You fucking jerk. You fucking pussy, do it. You bitch. Like, no, that just doesn't happen. No, like, my like, friend, uh, <laughs> my friends will be like, you want to do some crack? And I'll be like, nah, man, I'm good. They'll be like, <laughs> understandable. Have cool, a great. Well, crack for me. Yeah, understandable. Have people a People are not giving you free. Okay, people might give you free drugs. I mean, yeah, but they're not going to like, no fucking random person, shady characters just going to come up to you and be like, hey, man, you want this fucking eight ball? Like, no. <laughs> It'd be cool if they did. I could resell that. I could re- yeah, I could resell it. Stonks. <laughs> like, free drugs would be nice, because that'd be free money. True. True. But, like, yeah, in but your until life... Until you get busted by McGruff. In your life, you will be offered free drugs. You will. No one is gonna be mad if you say no. <laughs> yeah. Just say no. No, no, no. Like, McGruff... Like, honestly, the worst thing is saying yes and having McGruff haunting you. <laughs> Every time you say yes to drugs, you get a fucking sleep paralysis, McGruff, don't you, for oh the rest God. of your I, life. I'm so glad I don't get sleep paralysis. Knock on fucking whatever wood there is in my house. <laughs> fucking my dick. My dick. Knock on my Knock dick. on wood. Um, I don't get sleep, sleep paralysis. But I think McGruff the crime dog would be the worst one you could have. <laughs> He's just staring at you saying, just say no. Just say no. Cyberbullying's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Remember, kids, if somebody tries to offer you drugs, just say no. Don't. He's like, no matter what they say or what they try to make you feel, it's your body. You can choose. <laughs> I I'm, I just know that one day, not this year, but like a decade from now, I'm going to have a nightmare of McGruff <laughs> the crime dog like judging me while i smoke weed or something <laughs> yeah could be like fucking drinking a like Michelob ultra and he'll be yeah, like i'm gonna be drinking like a... just be standing there in the corner like staring at you no he's gonna be like like breathing into my ear <laughs> oh god just whispering just say no <laughs> oh no but well, I'm drinking, yeah like a Michelob. i've never had a Michelob ultra I don't want to try a Michelob Ultra. Kid, Kid Rock would be disappointed. I you... fucking drink PBR. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. I th- we literally were over this in the fucking Kid Rock episode. Yeah, like, just like with Kid Rock, if you are going to be white trash, you're going to fucking drink a PBR. Or some Natty Ice. Maybe, na- I... may- maybe Natty Light if you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, I will never in my life stoop that low. Natty, Natty, Natty Light's not that bad. Really? Hmm. It's just like PBR, but like it's a light beer. 
Mm. Yeah, but, but P- like any, but PBR has the aesthetics going for it. It's Nat- true. Natty Ice is just douchebag beer. Yeah, this is the real PSA. We've had a lot, bunch of fake <laughs> PSAs for the episode. This is the real one. The real PSA. If you see a, a somebody who looks like, talks like, and claims to be a redneck, and he is drinking anything other than whiskey neat or a PBR. That man drives a truck that is lifted so high he has to rip his pants to step into it, and he would gladly run over your grandmother if she, if he thought that she wasn't white. Your grandmother, oh no. Yeah, that's that's about lifted truck bros for you. That's unless, unless of course, you're at a fucking punk bar, in which case he probably just makes crust punk. Oh, God. <laughs> right I'm talking if you're at, like, a redneck bar that are drinking something other than... Yeah. Yeah. That is the real PSA for the episode. That's the PSA. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say something earlier. <laughs> we went on so big of a tangent, I can't remember. Um. Yeah, now we get to the last track on the album. I'm glad I'm me. Oh my and god! The instrumental had no fucking right to go this hard. Like, I, why is it so good, Alex? Like, this is like one of the like no joke like one of the fucking just most out-of-pocket intros to a song I've ever heard. Alex, I'm gonna break your heart. What? I fucking hate this song. You hate it? I fucking hate this song. I love this song. This song is so good. This song gave me physical pain. Why? Because of the fucking robot voice? The robot voice, everything about it is It's so catchy. I hate it. The chorus is stolen. I just don't fucking know from where. Hmm. I don't know. But the chorus is wholesale stolen. He's like, I'm so... Glad I'm me. Not that part. The um. Well, I'm glad I'm me. Oh, that. Yeah. No, I. I. It's fucking wholesale stolen. I didn't catch that until I listened to it for the last time today to refresh my memory. And yeah, I. I was trying to think too. That definitely is taken from a popular '80s song. Yeah, like it's wholesale stolen. It's like, I'm gonna celebrate. I fucking hate dun, this song. Dun, 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 dun. It's fucking good. It's so good. No, the verse like the intro. You gotta admit the intro goes fucking hard. Okay, the instrumental it's, does go it's, hard it's for like, a second. It's like don't burn, don't burn, don't burn, don't like, burn, but dun, like dun, the dun, verse, dun. the verse is just the shittiest attempt at being the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys in the verse. Yeah, when he's like trying, like rapping, quote unquote. Hmm. Yeah. I want to say he's really rapping. He's trying to. He's trying to. He wants to. He knows that you can't have a good album about drugs without rap. Gritty. Yeah, I was... Which, speaking of that, I was surprised. One thing that I was expecting for this album was some more rap. Like, straight-up rap songs, kind of like Hope Rules yeah. had. But then again, I was also like, this was kind of... I mean, I guess this was around the time where hip-hop was kind of becoming mainstream, but I feel like it wasn't fully... You said this was 86? I think so. So we had, like, the Beastie Boys. I mean, their first album came out in 80... Maybe it did come out in 86. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it was... Hip-hop had been around since, like, 78 or 9, yeah, I like think, but was... it didn't really hit the mainstream until, like, the mid to late 80s, yeah, so like... I feel like this might have been right before they would be like, oh, the kids will fucking love... The kids, they listen to the rap music. Yeah, they'll, they'll love if McGruff fucking raps on this shit. So... I, would, I would love if McGruff fucking rapped on this shit. Yeah, that was one thing I was expecting, was uh, some just, like, straight-up fucking rap songs about, about how it's bad to do cocaine and shit. But 86, yeah, came out in 86, so... 
just right around that period. I feel like if this would have came out just like one or two years later, they probably yeah. would have leaned really hard. Because like the only some... rap that was really popular before this was like, what Rapper's Delight. I think Run DMC's early stuff had okay. came out and like um, LL Cool J. Yeah, stuff that sounds exactly like Rapper's Delight. Yeah, it was just like the very early shit. It's the very. I'm going to the store. Or fuck, it's like, my name is Jay, and I'm here to say I like rap being in a major way. Yeah. I go to the store, and I pet a dog, and on my way home, I'll buy a frog. Yeah, exactly. Slick Rick ass beat. <laughs> like, that's literally what rap sounded like for, like, seven years. Yeah. I can't even lie. Some it kind of fucks sometimes. Some, some of that shit, some of that shit I love. I can't even lie. Some of it's pretty fucking bad, though, but... But some of it would be hidden. But like uh, tons of music, like uh, ever, all, like all the uh, the rock music from the fifties just sounds like the Beatles. Yeah, you like mean the sixties? The sixties, well, <laughs> late fifties, early sixties, like the Ventures. People don't fucking know about the Ventures. You know why? Because they're just the fucking Beatles, but not as good. The. Uh, the monkeys. The monkeys. They're just the Beatles, but not as good. The Hollies. <laughs> Never heard of them, but they're probably just the Beatles, but not as good. I was going to say the birds, but they're good. They yeah, kind of started good. off being a little bit of a Beatles type thing, but... But yeah, like, all music genres do this thing. Except for, like, subgenres, but all, like, big genres. Mm-hmm. When a big genre starts, it all sounds the same, because they haven't quite figured out how they can and cannot experiment with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all that to say, um, McGruff should have dropped some... McGruff should have dropped some bars. My Again, name, in my the name 2023... McGruff, and I'm here to say, drinking is bad in a major way. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> but, um, yeah, again, in twenty in this year, before 2023 is over, we need the fucking McGruff Smart Kids sequel, and he's gonna fucking have some trap songs on that bitch. There's gonna be a trap song, there's gonna be a fucking emo rap song. McGruff, Rude Boys. There's gonna be a fucking uh, Taylor Swift knockoff song. We're gonna have Meg The Stallion on it. <laughs> it's gonna go off. <laughs> The vocalist from McGruff is just going to be the guy from Bowling for Soup again. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, well, I, I really hope that dude's still alive. But I hope so. If not, rest in peace, McGritty. Rest in peace, but I don't know. I mean, they still do PSAs, so someone has to voice them. Do you think McGruff could literally hit the gritty? <laughs> he probably could. I want to see somebody hit the gritty in a McGruff outfit. I'm going to be that. For, I'm going to be McGruff for Halloween. It's official. I'm going to be drugs for Halloween. Be drugs. <laughs> We'll just walk around the neighborhood and I'll just be like, remember kids, just say no. Just say no. You'll just be dressed as a fucking dime bag. <laughs> I'll just be dressed as a can of gasoline. <laughs> Never do it. Hey, let's. Oh, man. But yeah. For Halloween, you know, for Halloween this year, I think I am going to give out treat, treat, treats to trick-or-treaters. <laughs> um, they're all going to be bootleg copies of this album. Oh, fuck yeah. On, on cassette. Yeah. You can buy it on cassette on Discogs. How much is it? I Is it affordable? I don't know if there's any for sale, but I saw it said the lowest went for like twelve bucks and the highest went for two hundred bucks. So oh my fucking god! I, I don't know if maybe it was used to be more readily available. I have to look more into it. I would fucking um, buy this I, cassette. Yeah, I have a cassette player that I don't fucking use. Yeah, I have a cassette player as well. I don't fucking because cassettes a bad medium. Yeah, it's it's cool in its own way, but the only cool cassette, better than eight tracks. Well, not listening to music is better it's than better a fucking than... 8-track. True, true. That's like saying, you know, it's like saying, you know, Betamax is better than a reel-to-reel. Fucking obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but. 
I would still buy this on cassette, though. I'd fucking buy it on cassette. I want to have a physical copy. Did you think it on vinyl? No, I fucking wish. That would be so fucking sick. Somebody needs to do that. If you know how to make a bootleg vinyl, I want a bootleg vinyl. You can get vinyl presses. Yeah, you can, like, get custom ones made, I think. Oh, you mean, like, actually buy a press? Yeah, like, you can buy a machine that makes vinyl. Yeah, too much work and too much money, though, for me, so. I mean, but then you get to hand out bootleg vinyls of McGruff the Crime Dog at Halloween. (laughs) Just go to the mall and be like those people, it's like, yo, check out my mixtape, bro. (laughs) Bro, do you remember when we were at the mall and one of those guys cornered you and you were, like, too too nice to say no? Yeah. So you bought his mixtape and it was a fucking blank CD. Did I buy it? Yeah, no, you bought his mixtape for, like, ten bucks. I do not remember Maybe that like part. Five. But like you, yeah, you bought this dude's mixtape and you fucking got it. You're like, whatever, I have extra money. We had already done all of our shopping. And you're like, okay, fine. I, I, I do remember that, but I thought he just fucking gave it to me for free. No, you bought this dude's mixtape. It was a fucking blank CD. <laughs> God, yeah, I do. I I completely forgot about that. I like. I hope the dude just forgot to press. Like, <laughs> forgot to burn that one, and his Hopefully. mixtape was actually fire. Because it had like artwork and and like a tracklist and everything. Yeah, like I kind of hope dude just fucked up one time. Yeah, and if you found him, we're like, hey man, you sold me Blake CD. He'd be like, fucking my bad. Dog. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, that was that was some shit. But yeah, I, I hadn't heard McGruff yet. I didn't know how to just say no. You didn't know how to just say no. Yeah, now I just... And would. you were too busy doing an ambulance. Yeah, now, now currently if somebody did that to me, I would just avoid eye contact and walk away because <laughs> I've learned to do that instead of having awkward confrontations. Or not confrontations, but situations. I mean, he was a cool dude, but he was just like, bro, it's it's fire, I promise you, it's so good. Bro, this mixtape so good. It's I just like, a blank on, fucking like, CD. Oh my god, I guess I'll fucking buy it. God, it's still the funniest thing that's ever happened. I completely forgot about that. And now that mall is a... Amazon warehouse that's... Did it ever actually become an Amazon fulfillment center? I'm pretty sure they stopped the project halfway through. It's, it's completely built, but they... It's not... It's, it's not, not running. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, they tore down the mall, made it into an Amazon fulfillment plant, and then just never hired anybody. Yeah, it's... It, there's trucks and everything sitting out there like Amazon trucks, but it's not open yet. God, I love capitalism. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. What are you I least favorite songs in the album? My least favorite. We're starting with that. Don't we? Don't we always? Yeah, we usually start with favorite. Okay, what's your favorite we'll be, song? No, we'll go least favorite. Probably least favorite. There's not going to be very many of them. Yeah, the only two songs that I would not listen to again is, is "No No No" and "Just Say No." They, I mean, really, like fifty percent of it is the word "no" in both songs. Yeah, so. mine would be <laughs> "No No No," "Just Say No," and also "I'm Glad I'm Me." I fucking hate that song. So good. I don't. The robot voice makes me so uncomfortable. I fucking love the robot. I forget what he says, but I love him. He's like, gotta really love yourself now. <laughs> it is like, everything is just fine. Everything super duper. <laughs> I fucking doubt it. I love it. If the Terminator came up and st- said that, you'd be like, fuck, no way is it just fine, Arnold. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, Arnold. Um, and then he'd, he'd beat your fucking skull in because he's Arnold. <laughs> like, he, even at 80-something years old, I could not take that man in my life. No. Uh, and then, what are your favorite songs? Um, definitely Crack and Cocaine, Inhalants, and, um, God, probably, probably fucking Make Your Body Last? Okay, okay. That was, it's a hard, it's hard to decide. It's, yeah, it is pretty hard. Um, I would say mine are Marijuana, Inhalants, and... 
I'm glad I'm me just barely edges out cocaine and crack. How can or crack you, and how co- can you not put co- co- crack and cocaine, cocaine and crack, whatever the fuck it's called? It's it's really good, but it is a masterpiece. Alex, I, I, I prefer marijuana and inhalants. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I just prefer them. <laughs> In no particular order. Marijuana inhalants, I'm glad I'm me. <laughs> That's the story of my life. But um, we're going to do another first for the podcast because neither of us got lyrics because they are not posted anywhere and we're too lazy to... We are real. That is a something you should know about us. If the lyrics aren't posted, I'm not going to fucking listen to the album until I catch something. Yeah, it's like the... The lyrics were very understand. Like you could understand everything. I, I understood I was every word he said. Yeah, but I was not about to whip out my phone and be waiting for something of no like. Yeah, it's like it's hard enough to get. Listen, it's hard enough to get notes on a novelty album that is twenty eight minutes long. We've talked <laughs> about this album for an hour now. Yeah, you should be thankful. You should be thankful. <laughs> you fucking swine. You're dirt. Oh no, <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. Um, we yes. love you. So a first for. The podcast, we're going to do a fuck, marry, and kill. And our contestants are. Oh my god. Of course, McGruff. Okay. Of course, he's on there. McGruff. So you got McGruff, the Dare Lion. You know, the Dare Lion? The Dare Lion, yeah. And Mr. Mackey. All, all well known drug op- opponents. Um, drug ops. <laughs> so I think. I think McGruff would treat me right. Yeah, I think McGruff would do really well. I also think he would die very early. That man <laughs> smokes so many cigarettes. Oh god! I think I would only have to be married to him for like fifteen years max. But he's had a successful career, so you know you'd be getting the bag. Yeah, like I'd be getting that bag, and like he'd be, it, it's literally everyone's dream. Yeah. So I'd marry McGruff. Mm-hmm. God, I can't. Is it weird to fuck the dare lion because he's an animal? <laughs> Uh, no, nah, we're just gonna look over the bestiality. Okay, I'm, I'm I mean, gonna fuck the dare. I mean, when only one of them's a human, you kind of have to. <laughs> is yeah, I guess McGruff is a human. Mister Mackey, oh, he, he got that dog in him. <laughs> oh no, he got that dog in him. Uh, so I'm gonna fuck the dare. Oh, got Mister Slave in him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill Mackey. Okay. Uh, just because I don't, I don't like the way he tells me not to do drugs. The other two, they tell me not to do drugs in a fine way. Yeah. The way Mr. Mackey does it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, that's literally my answer as well. Um, mostly kill Mr. Mackey because he's into that way too extreme weird shit. I ain't trying to fuck he's him. He's a weird guy. I ain't trying to fuck or marry him. I'm killing him. And then Dare Lion, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really want to fuck a lion, but if, it's, if that's what it resorts to, then I guess I'll have that's to. What it take. Hey, you're the one that brought this up. <laughs> I am. You don't get them. You're going to be like, oh, it's a hard decision. <laughs> you could have chosen anybody. <laughs> True. It could have been It could have been Sandy Cheeks, Jimmy's mom, and Dexter's mom. I mean, I had to pick well-known well-known opponents of drugs. I, you, you tell me Jimmy's mom does drugs? Yes. She does pills. Oh. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, that's... Yeah, we both had the same answer for that. Interesting. Um, that is two firsts, and one of them wasted some somebody's like thirty seconds of someone's work day. <laughs> it was like five seconds. So I thank you for calling. Beep. <laughs> they probably had to take notes or something. Eh. Sorry about it. <laughs> Let's call them back and say we're sorry. <laughs> just call them back and just play the this album <laughs> in entirety. Yeah, all twenty eight minutes of it. Uh, I was gonna say something else with the fuck Mary kill. <laughs> it's the only 
it auto-corrected Lion to Lionel. Dare Lionel. Um, He'd be a lot cooler if he was a Lionel. <laughs> Lionel. Lionel Richie. Dare Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, um, another reason I would not marry the Dare Lion is because I feel like he's more of a cop than McGruff is. They're both cop. ACAB includes they like, are. all three of these characters. Yeah, but also... But McGruff is a PI, specifically. Yeah, that is yeah. his character. PIs are still cops. But they're independent. They're independent cops. That, I, that, I, you know what? I, I completely retract my straight statement. That makes it worse. That makes it worse. <laughs> You're deciding to be a cop for, like, what? Less money and no benefits? <laughs> no benefits. You actively enjoy being a cop. I mean, are they? They're more like... I mean, investigators. It's not like they fucking pull over people. They just investigate. Like, uh, my wife's cheating on me. Can you get pictures of her with your man? No. Sure, bro. It's cop shit. <laughs> That's cop shit. Um, but... And on the bright side, McGruff would be too busy investigating other people to see that I'm cheating on him. <laughs> and also, Dare was a massive failure of a program, as opposed to apparently McGruff did a little bit of good, so... <laughs> New PSA <laughs> of the fucking podcast. <laughs> Just so I know programs don't work. Yeah, they don't. Uh, like, literally, by telling me that weed is worse than every other drug, like, kids are gonna do weed. Kids, kids are gonna smoke weed. Yeah. Especially in this day and age when it is, like, <clears throat> legally available to people. Kids are gonna drink. Yeah. They're gonna do it. And they're gonna be like, well, this isn't as bad. <clears throat> and, like, if they lied about weed, how bad can heroin be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, the whole gateway drug thing is a... Like, be honest about why these drugs are bad. Don't yeah. lie about something like weed that is, like, it's easy to be like, well, the weed literally doesn't fucking hurt people. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, there are negative effects, there can be negative effects to weed, but, you know, it's not universal, like, fucking doing crack, like, of course that's gonna Yeah, and, like, fucking... weed, it is impossible to OD on marijuana. Yeah. Obviously, it's like the worst thing is, you know, for some people it might give you panic attacks or, you know, it may may interfere with like your uh, goals. Like, you know, some people it makes yeah. them lazy, but it's like if you're a fucking adult, like you have the... Yeah, you have the right to ruin your own life. You also can absolutely get addicted to weed. I don't fucking want to hear anybody say anything. Yeah, you can. It's not a physical addiction, but like it is a mental addiction. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I can go ahead and tell you, I mean, everybody's done this since the fucking 80s, but... Like, no no amount of weed has ever made me be like, hmm, I want to do crack today. This, this weed just isn't doing it for me. I'm just going to go. Because, like, we like, know, because we did the research and we know what the actual effects of these drugs are. But, like, at 13, <laughs> you would have done crack if somebody gave it to you. If I didn't know any better, if, like, all I knew about drugs was that weed and crack are the same level of shit. Oh, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. I mean, that's because that's how it's, they treated it's it. It's dangerous fucking rhetoric. Yeah, that's how they treated it. And that is why Mick Gruff is a cop. Yeah, I mean, it's been proven that D.A.R.E. made more kids do drugs than prevented, like, made more kids want to do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to 4-H, which just made me want to be a farmer. Yeah, and then, and then opposed to, like, you know, they could have been saying the real reasons people do hard drugs, like trauma, fucking... Shitty home lives, shitty yeah. careers, like all like fucking depression. Like they're like, oh, no. Nobody, nobody just tries like heroin because they think it'll be fun. Yeah, no one's like happy and is like, oh, I want to smoke weed and get high. And then they're like, oh, I want to do fucking crack. It's like, no, you. They're like, you have 
some sort of underlying like trauma or something wrong if you are actively choosing to do a fucking hard drug it's like it's like they need to they needed to preach that but i mean that was in the 80s so it's it's done too late now yeah too late now but what is the aggregate score for this album (sighs) shit i forgot we hadn't even touched that yet um this has been a very preachy episode of one last breath you you weren't lying. We got an hour out of it. I was thinking we'd only get about 45 minutes. I was worried we'd get 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we talked about this album for as long as we have, but you guys are welcome. I mean, there, I don't know. There was a, that's what I was saying at the beginning. Like there was a lot to take in, but not a lot at the same time. Yeah, like, it's a very short album. The It took us five minutes to get through the preamble. Yeah, it, it just brings up a lot of we conversations. We literally talked about just the track, like the track by track pretty much lasted us 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, on Rate Your Music, it holds a 3.05. Out of five? Mm-hmm. That's from, a 6.10. From 101 ratings. You want to hear the genres? Children's music, educational music, synth pop, new wave, yacht rock, album oriented rock, and smooth jazz. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. Um, so we're looking at a six point ten, which I think is very fucking low. Yeah, but I mean, shit. That's if your fucking novelty album. If your novelty album is a six point ten, that's pretty, pretty fucking good. That's pretty yourself. fucking good. Like Hulk rolls was like a four. Yeah, something like aggregate. that. Yeah, I mean, shit. It being that smart kids being that score is probably a better score than half of the albums we fucking covered on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> from real fucking artists. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight point seven. I trying to do. Let's see, only two songs that I actively do not like out of eleven. Yeah, I'll give that. I'll give it a nine. Give it a I'll nine. I'll give it a fucking nine. Hot damn. We, I mean, here. we got an 8.7 and a nine. Uh, does this album deserve one last breath? Yes. Fucking Fucking like, like, it's it's so good. And it only takes 28 minutes of your 20, time. 28 minutes of your life. What I, else are you going to do for 28 minutes? Yeah, like, I think that's that's also plays into the high score that I gave it, at least for me, is, like, the length. It's, like, it came in, did what it needed to do, and fucking left. It's like... Yeah, it didn't overstay its welcome. It could have been shorter. There were a couple songs that they didn't have to have. But yeah, like, but I mean, you know, you can't really have a fucking 24-minute 20, album. We couldn't have covered a 16-minute album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... I don't know. We have, we did literally talk about talk about the track-by-track track for almost twice as long as the album runs. Yeah, we could have done it. But, yeah, I mean, fucking listen to it. Like, if you're in the mood for a laugh like there's some laughs on here just because of the absurdity of hearing a fucking anthropomorphic dog singing about drugs um there's some really good instrumentals some catchy ass uh choruses like it kind of kind of has all you could ask for in a children's novelty album so it is the part <laughs> so, uh, so so far is this better new first for the podcast we are now ranking we're, we're trying to find the best novelty album okay that's our new goal. Is it better than Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Yes? Yes. E- mm. I think Chuck so, E. Cheese's high points are better, but overall, Chuck E. Cheese okay. had more filler than this Yeah, did. you're right. Um, I, as much as I do like a giant armadillo named Phil. Yeah, there was some bangers on Chuck E. Cheese, but... Um, yeah, I do think... Songs that, in the Key of E. Sorry, Songs in the Key of E. <laughs> uh, I do think that McGruff the Crime Dog... 
so our kids say no is currently number one novelty album mm-hmm. um and i do think we have another it's not really a novelty album but i, I consider it in the same vein we have we have another one coming up mm-hmm. um but we will see you next week with something a little more rap oriented <laughs> something a lot more limp a little more biscuit <laughs> see, see you guys <laughs>